Hello and welcome to the Brother Says Podcast. I'm Parker. I'm Andrew. And this is the Brother Says Podcast, where each week we bring our own aphorism. At the end of the episode, we rate them. Andrew, how was that? One, two, three. April Fools! Very funny, very good. We tricked you into listening to Parker do the intro from memory, when in fact, I usually do it from a script. Idiots. Idiots. They probably thought it was. there's nothing There's nothing wrong. They didn't even <laughs> know. Here. Everything is normal, but no, everything wasn't normal. True. Everything was wrong. I feel like I'm reading from a script right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think I sound... Good line, 27. Okay. Parker, you're looking fine today. Did you put that in? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No. Right in the middle of your monologue about how much you hate yep. me. I threw that oh. one in there. Line 27 of the monologue titled, How Much I Hate Parker. I found it on your computer. You found it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I wanted to start this off. I was listening to our little show on my way here hmm. to this recording studio. Um. That should do it. Um, I want to apologize. You're okay. doing an apology this I'm week? Apology. <laughs> I'm going to apology. I, uh, I don't listen to our show normally. I don't want to hear myself talk. But I decided to do it. Um, and I remember that uh, I was rather offended. That's a, 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 a... You know what? I'm not going to say offended. I was surprised that a loyal listener said... That we have a tendency to mumble. Okay. And I refuted that. It was the hill I would die on. Okay. But I see where they're coming from. I don't think that it's much of a mumble as much as it is I don't talk loud enough. And or my mouth is too far away from the mic sometimes. What? And so I'm going to try to keep myself. I'm going to try to... Project better. Thank you. And keep my lips close to this foam on this mic. Foam mic. Here's and here's I think the issue. I uh, as the audio engineer for this podcast yeah. for the past year and a quarter. Because you sound really good. Mm-hmm. You're very clear and loud. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> I think the issue is just that you're very inconsistent. So the yeah. the audio tools when they try to balance you it either makes you really quiet or really loud so it can't um make your voice consistent mm-hmm. so uh that's uh that's it well i'll try to be consistent then consistently consistent consistently project uh-huh. and enunciate two two inches no it's bigger <laughs> Oh, and uh-huh. in the first 15 minutes of our show, I learned that whenever I say to you, whenever I seriously say to you, cut that, bleep this or that or whatever, those are real instructions. And it turns out you never follow them uh-huh. and you just leave it in there. like like, And you also leave in there how I'm saying cut this or bleep that you didn't even at at least even cut that do you do any editing i i cut the parts where i say cut that. yeah i bet you do (laughs) what 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 thing did you want cut there was like 
three things. Uh, uh, where you um, you like you said an aphorism that wasn't your aphorism and it wasn't mine either, and um, and you said you you were like, oh, maybe I'll use that in the future, and I was like, okay, so bleep that or like cut it or something. I was like, no, bleep that'll be funny, and also cut what I'm saying right now. <laughs> nothing was cut nothing was bleeped it was all just like the raw audio raw and uncut that's the brother says promise no it's not i that's think it's for it... our second channel as an added note to parker's uh thoughts on cutting out things that he deemed unreasonable or unworthy i just wanted to add that i think he has a beautiful lack of filter sometimes and unless it does really make him look bad. I think it really adds to the comedy and to the authenticity. Oh, hi, dog. Thank you. Of our podcast to leave those in sometimes, as long as it doesn't make him look too bad. And it makes us feel closer to you. And I hope it makes you feel closer to us. The end. Fun ruiner! And we're back. <clears throat> okay, so I, as as the sole editor, oh, yeah. I'll never put something truly offensive, which is why I bleeped out your horrible, horrible word <laughs> the other episode. See, and that's the other thing is you you are willing to bleep <laughs> things. You know how you have the time. I have the technology, and you you choose to you choose to use that to spite me. You've never said anything that bad. I. It's not about. Like I don't, all I the, don't you say, say a, those I, things. You whisper those horrible things to yeah. me. Yeah, well, the other doesn't pick it up, so I'm not worried about that. <laughs> yeah, it's the comedic level. It's the comedic. I want to, you know, it's the comedic value that it adds. Or often, I'll like off ten. Thanks. I'll like <laughs> say like a story or a statement or something, and I think of a better way to put it. Um, where it makes more sense. Okay. Yeah. And I always say delete that. Do you delete that? Probably. Hope so. I don't want to say the same thing twice. It's more in the moment, and also if what? It's more in the moment, because <laughs> because I'm listening to it from start to finish, cutting out like big blanks, cutting out like parts where we're we get distracted. So I'm I'm listening to it and trying to judge the comedic. Um, flow and sometimes uh-huh. at leaving in like bad, bad sentences or or, or f- flubbing of words, it adds to it and makes it feel more gen genuine. Wow, like a real conversation. Yeah, exactly. Often I'm saying in my conversations, "Hey, bleep that in your own mind. Delete that from your memories. Delete. What if there was a a." Uh, code, kind of like Russian spy activation, where you could just erase the last five seconds from someone's memory. Whoa! You said like orange elephant in the orange room, orange. Then boom, be a little too powerful though. <laughs> yeah, man, that would be cool. Anyways, if- welcome <laughs> to my sci-fi short story, <laughs> Orange Elephant Room. <laughs> yeah, scary. Do you think an elephant would fit in an orange room? Oh my papa. Uh. No. Okay. Yes, yes, certainly uh, an Asian elephant would fit in this room. This room? 
What room were you referring to? Any orange room. Oh, yes. My kitchen used to be orange, as you know. And Yellow. Oh. All right. I We're not really talking about anything right now, so I'm going to switch the subject quickly. Guess what? We I just did a kitchen remodel, and I got a new oven, and this oven has an incredible setting that has to do with religion. <laughs> Kosher. Oh, that's a that's a great guess. Yeah, can you guess what this setting is? It's not kosher. How, I don't that, that halal. I mean, it's also a good guess. What do you do in halal? I, don't know. <laughs> I also don't know what he would have to do with being kosher. You mean him, the big he? No heat. Oh heat, <laughs> <laughs> heat, heat. No, um, I'm trying to think of any religion that yeah specifies how to cook how to cook something. Yeah, you've gotten through two two like religious time. I don't know how to put it. Religious time periods. Well, I guess kosher is always, right? I think so. But is halal? Halal is like a time period thing, right? I don't know. I don't know either. Um, Lent. That's not it either. That's a religious what, thing. <laughs> you give up something for Lent. And I think... Heat? Maybe. Yeah, I give up <laughs> heat for Lent. So I use my oven on <laughs> Lent setting. This circulates room temperature yeah. air. <laughs> No, I'll give it. On Lent it's oh, a Sabbath mode. Oh, what? Yeah, Sabbath. You mean the day when you're not supposed to work? Like I Sundays. I suppose so. And Orthodox, and I, I, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to make fun of it at all. Generally, a good rule of thumb. <laughs> yeah. So, a friend explained it to me, saying Orthodox Jews cannot use any electronics on the sabbath oh so they will like set their lights to dim the night before and set their oven to sabbath mode or i guess on low i don't really know and it will keep their oven warm so that during the sabbath they can still heat up their food with their oven on sabbath mode what yeah wait is your is the gas oven it's electric so they're still using electricity don't don't try and think about it. <laughs> well, it doesn't make any sense. Well, the thing is they, they turn They can use a little bit of electricity? I, I think they turn it on the Sabbath mode the night before. So then during the, during the day... So it gets up to like 1,000 degrees at midnight, and you're just <laughs> supposed to hope it holds enough heat to cook no, your food? No, no. it You didn't turn it on. It's it's just oh. on by a, it's on on the Sabbath, so it's fine. You didn't, so it's like not, a technicality. Like you're not supposed to turn on electronics, but if they're already on... Then you can use them. I'm sorry to our Orthodox Jewish listeners for his ignorance. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wonder if it's like, um, like a safe way to keep it on for a long period of time. Like that's what it does. Because if you keep your oven at 300 for like 48 hours straight, it probably is pretty well, dangerous. But you could keep it at 100 degrees and then just turn it up. And you never turned it on. You only adjusted the temperature. Yeah, I mean, that I, and that's that's of course assuming the rule is you can't turn it on. I think it's using electronics or technology. So then why turn the lights to dim? Like that? See that made that's that again. They didn't turn the light on. They only turned it up. Right, right. I think it. Well, maybe the dimness was just to save electricity because you'd have to have it on all night so that when yeah. you wake up, the lights are still on, so you're good to go. Yeah. Sabbath mode. 
I just thought that was pretty pretty interesting. I wish I got it. I wish I understood. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just one of those, like with, um, uh, yeah, like with kosher. Uh, there's just a lot of really technical rules, yeah. especially with modern modern religion having to deal with 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 electronics and stuff. That it's kind of um, careful, kind of. Kind of wishy-washy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we didn't have a lot of rules in Methodism. <laughs> Methodistism. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure they were really any. Mm-mm. Be good. Be good. We Ten we did give stuff up for Lent, kind of. We were a little wishy-washy about that. I don't that. think Methodists follow Lent. I don't remember oh, doing really? anything for Lent. We did like Ash Wednesday. Isn't that related? Maybe, but like it's not like giving anything up. Okay. Huh. Yeah, you're right. We didn't do that. Hmm. Yeah, Sometimes we I think that you're not my brother and you he was replaced like a few years ago. What? And sometimes you'll say things like that. Like, remember when we did this? And I'll say, no, we didn't. And you'll say, yeah, no, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're, like, you're just prodding and guessing and hoping I'll oh, true. go along. No, that's me. 100% what I do. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any memories? Not a lot of my childhood. <laughs> I think I I safely locked that away in my emotional vault. That's really it's well, gone now. I'm sad about that. Why are you sad about that? You can't just say that you. Why would you lock away all your memories? Because you're in them. Wow, <laughs> not cool. See, I made a joke to cover up my feelings. <laughs> it's not even a joke. It was kind of a joke. <laughs> mean spirited joke. Yeah, yeah I guess. <laughs> wow, See, you're making me you tear get. up. That's good. that's my God. Bleep that. That's my. God. <laughs> okay, I will bleep that. <laughs> Fine, I'll, I'll bleep that one for you. I'll give that one to you, because that was mean. Um. Okay. Since it's funny, I'm not actually upset. You're not. I swear. <laughs> 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 eh, I'm so sad. Jeez. Yeah. Oh <laughs> boy. Oh, oh. Oh whatever. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> so to celebrate uh uh april fools oh yeah <clears throat> who is tomorrow who <laughs> april fools is my is is a is a <laughs> my god <laughs> mr april fools uh and i and it's tomorrow for us but it'll be <laughs> last saturday for you listeners yeah. sorry yeah oh I came up with a just a little game, a fun little game, a fun little reversal of a game we've done in the past called One Truth, Two Lies. Nice. And before we start, I kind of wanted to establish the pecking order. Dominance, okay. All right, so I'll peck you with my nose as hard as I can, <laughs> no. and you peck me. No, I don't like this. Ah! Ow! Okay, now you. <laughs> okay, now you. Because I broke my nose. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, my efforts. So, pecking order. I don't want you to guess guess anything. Anything. I have three definitions of pecking order. Not definitions. It for the record, it, it basically just means social hierarchy, as you may have guessed. May have known. You may have known. I don't know. I don't know what you know. How would I? Yeah, go on. <laughs> so, I have three 
definitions of the origin. Okay. And I'd like you to attempt as hard as you can to guess the correct one. Okay. Or as a hilarious joke, you could guess the wrong one on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> and I could. You could. All right. Play along at home, listeners. It's time to play. Quafferism. It's your quafferism at home. Yeah. Why is it called quafferism? Question aphorism. Cool. <laughs> question. 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 Huh? History. aphorism. <laughs> All right. Welcome to quest your aphorism. Quest or aphorism. <laughs> We're going to guess the origin of pecking order. In this game, I'll read three definitions. Only one will be correct. Are you ready to start? Parker yeah! Jones. Yeah. All right. Definition number one. In Peking, <clears throat> the former capital of China, the social hierarchy was governed by one's family, martial abilities, and artistic talent. Very mm. nice. I don't know if Peking... I can't believe you wrote that. Shut up. <laughs> you can't look at my facial expressions. <laughs> I don't know if Peking is pronounced Peking or Peking. Peking, it's mm. probably like Peking, but as American, as like it became the, yeah, westernized, it Western people read it as Peking, hence yeah. Peking order. Yeah, yeah. Definition number two. I'm not looking. Thank you. The basic pattern of social organization within a flock of poultry in which each bird pecks another lower in the scale without fear of retaliation and submits to pecking by one of the higher rank. Mm, okay. That one just sounds silly. Sounds sounds really silly. All right. Definition number three. During the American Great Depression, slum camps would establish an order in which individuals would receive rations or their peck, as it was referred to <laughs> colloquially. Wow. Yes. I'm really impressed. Yeah. It's impossible to know. So, Parker, do you have a guess? Um, I think it's the second one. The one about pecking China? Nope, the poultry one. The one about chickens? Yeah. Well, you would be correct. Whoa! <laughs> hey, but really, though, if I didn't learn about that in freshman year psychology, um, I would have picked on the other two. That was really good. Thank you. That was Those were really funny. Thank really you. Really creative. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I wrote them myself. Yeah, Not I know. Not the chicken one. Yeah, well, you couldn't. You couldn't have written that. I couldn't. Uh, so yeah, you are correct. Chickens will uh, uh, literally determine by pecking the biggest and strongest and most aggressive chicken. Wow. Uh, th well, the biggest and strongest and most aggressive will bully their way to the top of the flock by hmm. pecking others into submission, and then they will get the get get the uh, first in the order of food or or any other. Um, chicken wants i don't know what really chickens want yeah. besides food and water not much they don't need much yeah so so yeah there there is an order to it like the the f 16th uh uh strongest chicken will peck the 17th strongest chicken and they'll, and they'll not know. fear retaliation that's exactly right because the 17th strongest chicken they'll know yeah but the 18th strongest chicken better watch out uh-huh so I also, I've heard, so once they establish pecking order, there's not like a lot of violence. But I think weak chickens can easily get 
pecked to death because they're mm. so low on the pecking order that they'll just everyone's pecking them pecked until they're dead yeah. yeah pretty messed up as we've heard from our farmer farmer friends chickens will like peck baby ducks or other ch- or chicks to death because mm. uh, they're they're pretty low on the pecking order if you're yeah. a baby duck and a chicken is too stupid to be like like in their mind they're like oh this is an, an equal adversary to yeah me. this is yeah. a full-grown chicken like i am <laughs> and so i'm going to peck it and see what it does you can't have my food. Yeah. I'll eat your eyes. <laughs> nice flat build, dumbass. Eat this. Peck. You should be better at pecking. Yeah. That's much billing. Yeah. 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 I wonder if ducks do. I mean, I still wouldn't want to be. I bet if anything, they build. nip. Yeah. They could they nip. They could nip you really good for yeah. sure. So it, it's kind <laughs> of an interesting thing, too, because obviously chickens are driven to be at the top of the pecking order. But the from what I've read, the highest pecker, the the best Ooh. pecker, <laughs> uh, has quite a few responsibilities. Really? Yeah, they usually keep watch for predators. Um, they can eat eat food first, but usually they won't eat food first because they have to keep watch. They have to um, guard the others. They will uh, kind of from what it's, from from what I've read, they will make sure stragglers keep up with the the group so it's quite a bit of work to be at the top of the pecking order um yet they still do it they still peck i love that like like okay now you've made it to the top you pecked everyone here yeah um you're stronger than all of us and now you're on watch yeah uh, against coyotes yeah and fox yeah and you so to... show us what you're made of um are you really that tough we'll see i hope you can take a wolf yeah because <laughs> no we're kidding. not gonna help yeah you peck yeah. that wolf oh big man okay well go ahead have at it go go get that canine <laughs> good luck so usually um if there is a rooster they will automatically be at the top of the pecking order like if it's one rooster and multiple hens you mean yeah i assume so i wonder I, I, I would bet, yeah, if there's multiple roosters, they would fight for it. I feel like, can roosters coexist? I feel like... Yeah, um, maybe. I don't I don't know, honestly. Roosters. Or will they just, like, one kill the other? Yeah, because roosters have those nasty, sharp foot claws. Roosters who are raised together establish a pecking order between them as they are growing up. So I guess they, they can, and just, there will be a dominant rooster. That's funny that yours has to do with chickens. Here's mine. This is one that I have actually, I, I hear occasionally, and I've never understood the meaning for some reason. Um, I'm going to say it, and then I'm going to talk a little more. A bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. A bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. One time I heard that on a, it was an insurance commercial. I don't know if it was Geico or Progressive or what. State Farm. State Farm, maybe. Um, I was very young, and I turned to our dad, and I said, what does that mean? And he said, uh, uh, he said it means nothing. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And Don't so you just, ask me again. <laughs> it means nothing. I always thought it meant How dare you? nothing. I thought it was like something people just said to fill <laughs> space. I don't know why I never thought to look into it more. It means but, nothing. Uh, people say it for fun. <laughs> just it's just a time just a time filler, you know? When you don't know what to say, just say that. The damn insurance commercial just needed to fill time. Yeah. 
by saying nothing. Yeah, it means yeah. Um, I, it, it means something. If you didn't know, it does mean something. I don't think so. Oh, okay. can I guess? Uh huh. Ownership is nine tenths the law. Don't speak in code. <laughs> That's my official request. All right. <laughs> All right. You you go ahead. What do you? What is your guess? Ownership is nine tenths of the law. Or is it ownership? I don't know. Have you, oh, know have you never heard that? Saying. What are you saying? You don't I'm hear. I'm saying I want you to define this in layman's <laughs> terms. Just say what you think it means. And have you ever heard that? Uh, no. You've heard anything. You've heard nothing. That means nothing. It's because I thought they all meant nothing. I thought every aphorism just meant nothing. <laughs> just something people say to <laughs> sound smart. Damn them. That's exactly right. Okay. It means. Actually, I don't know a great definition of it. I'll say experiencing something is worth more than seeing something. There we go. And that's what ownership is nine-tenths of the law means? No, that's separate. That's an aphorism I'm going to do later. But I thought you, I thought that that would have the same definition since <laughs> I said, what does this aphorism mean? And you responded with another aphorism. You would think that they mean the same thing. Parker this is a joke podcast. I'm making joke. Uh, laugh at joke. That's mm. not laugh. I'm angry. <laughs> okay. Okay. Was how was my real definition? Uh, I don't know. Kind of. Um, Why are you so angry? I'm just mad right now. I'm elevated. Okay. Um, it means you should be content with what you have, um, and not risk losing that thing in pursuit of something that you think is better. Okay. So don't go after those two birds when you already have one because you might lose that one and you might not even get those two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it first appeared in English uh, in a book from 1450. They said, uh, it is more certain a bird in your fest than to have three in the sky about. What's a fest? So moving on. Uh, But so it really got popular though after this, you'll remember this one. John Haywood's a dialogue containing the number and effect of all proverbs in the English tongue. Yeah, what did I did I read from that? No, I've read from that many, oh, many times. John, he, he's a wise man. A dialogue. I, I've I've had five aphorisms that were all at one point in that book. Jeez, wow! Including this one. Let me let me see if I've had any. Um, Apparently not. In his book, it was better one bird in the hand than ten in the wood. One thing about this aphorism. There are so many different variations of it in many different languages. In our own language, there's lots of different variations. Um, well, there were. Now there's just really the one. Yeah. Um, oh, and what's cool is right after that book, or in that book, the next line after this aphorism is, Rome was not built in the day. Which, really? if you'll remember, was one of my aphorisms that came from this book. I remember They're right by each other. That is crazy. And that's in the whole book, which is the number in effect of all Proverbs in the English tongue. So the fact that those two are right by each other and I've used both of them, it's almost like it's almost like we ripped out one page of John Haywood's A Dialogue containing the number in effect of all Proverbs in the English tongue, and we just decided to use that page and throw the rest away. For them to be clustered like that? Well, it's uh it's uh the number of aphorisms that fit on a iPhone. You know what I'm saying? Infinite. Infinite. Do you know what scrolling is? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Grandpa. Uh, no, I, I thank John Haywood, and we should get that book. 
<laughs> I, I think we should get that book. What a crazy sentence. <laughs> I think that John Haywood and we should get that book. Is that what I said? That's what you said. I don't know anything. I don't think anything about John Haywood. It means nothing to me. Uh, John Haywood. I, I did have something to... Oh, I have a dispute to make. That I wanted you to finish before I did this. Um, he says... Does John Haywood say better one in the hand than ten in the wood? Better one in the hand than ten in the wood. I dispute that. I mean that that's <laughs> that's a big risk versus reward yeah. versus You're two right. in the bush. Ver- ten. If yeah. I have ten thousand dollars and it's like decreased. bet this ten thousand dollars and and there's a there's a decent chance you'll get a hundred thousand dollars. And there's a, <laughs> there's only a small chance you'll lose the ten grand. Right. There's a pretty good chance you'll keep it. And there's also a pretty good chance you might get a million. Right. Well, or a hundred thousand. Thank you. Good math. Uh so so John Haywood, he's I I think he, he was a little too conservative <laughs> with his money, um, or his yeah. whatever objects he was talking about. But t- one in the hand, two in the bush, I can accept that. Yeah. Though doubling what you have is also pretty good. Um there's another one. This is another variation that came before that first book. Oh, no, 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 it didn't. This came before John Haywood's, though. Uh, it goes, a living dog is better than a dead lion. <laughs> so, you know, they were on some opium when they wrote that one. They were on something. <laughs> I can think of a million uses for a dead lion. <laughs> lion skin rug? Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Yeah, but a living dog, it can herd cattle. It can be your friend it can lick peanut butter off lick of spoon. <laughs> off of your spoon don't oh yeah that. i'm not dirty um oh so there's also the name of a pub in the middle of a in the middle of the ages in the middle of age in the god damn it that one was on accident in the middle ages am i saying that is that the thing <laughs> you said it way too many <laughs> times the Middle Ages, you know the Middle Ages uh-huh, uh-huh. in England. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, that's when it was first a pub. Anymore, there's tons of them named Bird in Hand in England pubs. And probably <laughs> some in America, too. I hate this. <laughs> so you're saying in mi- the Middle Ages, there was a pub. That's when the first one came. Why? I don't That's what they want to do. Because that's when <laughs> it became popular. That was like a meme. Like aphorisms were like memes back yeah. then. Yeah, I could see and that. And so imagine someone naming a pub like You Mad. I don't know why I can only think of memes from 2012. You Mad, that's a great meme. <laughs> you Mad, bro? That is that is archaic. <laughs> I can't think of any more recent memes than that. You're an old man, son. Um, uh, now there's a ton. Now here's here's what's interesting. There's a town in Pennsylvania called Bird in Hand. Really? A whole town? I looked it up because I'm like, no way, right? No way. Way. Kind of. Look at this. This is the the sign. Ah! This is the sign you get when you enter the town. Okay, yeah. Lancaster 6, Bird in Hand. And then, so this is a sign, folks. Check our Instagram. Um, It says Bird in Hand, and underneath it says... (laughs) Named for a picture on, named for a picture on old hotel's swinging sign. What? <laughs> Na- <laughs> Bird in hand, named for God. I can't even fucking read it because it Holy. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> named for a picture in old hotel, 
Name named for a picture on old hotel's swinging sign. I'm guessing that hotel like knew of Bird in Hand pubs in right. England, and so they there's like there's like a somewhat consistent drawing or photo that most of these pubs use as like oh. their thing. It, it's just like a it's like a forearm with like you know how people use falcons to hunt. Yeah, it's like that. Like someone's you know long leather glove with a falcon on it, and it's just like the forearm up, and that's their bird in hand. Yeah, that's a, there's like a variation of that for like every pub, and so I'm guessing that was hanging from some hotel in this town in 1734, which is when it was founded, and that's what ugh, that's what it means. Here's what's here's what, have you ever heard of a census designated place? A CDP? No, this is a real this is official government term. Okay, okay. This isn't the town. This is a census-designated place. <laughs> because there's so few people? A CDP. Um, kind of. A CDP. This is a real thing. This, this official term is census-designated place. Whatever. Why? So it, a CDP is a statistical geography. It's a statistical geography representing closely settled, unincorporated communities hmm. that are locally recognized and identified by name. So you think about like those little communities outside of um, like our hometown, outside of any small town where it's like it's it's in the country, like it's not in city limits, but it's like 10 or 15 houses on one road. You yeah. Know, they're all close together. That, I guess, wouldn't really be anything unless it, if it has a name, if it has uh, a name okay, and buddy. there's at least one other one nearby, then those two together with their shared name would be a census designated place because they're not a town and they're unincorporated, but they have a name and it's more than one community linked together by that name. And that's a CDP. Isn't that something? CDP? Never heard of that before. Don't look at me like that anymore. I'm uncomfortable. I have to pee really bad. That's why I keep shivering. <laughs> that's so why you, you keep shivering? I have to sing up. Yeah, we're rapping. CDP. All right. Will you rate my th- my pecking order? Yeah. Pecking order? Yeah. Pecking order. Feels good. Mouth feel. Nine. Nine? Feels really good. Yeah. I, I like how short it is. Yeah. It's easy. Understandability. Mm-hmm. That's where you're going to lose some points, unfortunately. How are you to mean? <laughs> You talking about? <laughs> um, how am I to mean? Well, pecking order makes no sense. Um, I'm going to give you the benefit of a little bit of context. I'm going to assume context a little bit. Okay. Someone heard it in a sentence where it was used correctly. Yeah. Um, six. Out of ten. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that is an average. Of seven point five, I'll take that. You have to. <laughs> yeah, true. Dispute. All right, what's yours? Because I pecked you. No. Yep. I pecked. I you. think I won the pecking contest. Okay. Because you didn't even peck. Fine, you win. <laughs> okay, what's yours? A bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. It's classic. Yes. I know you didn't know it. Well, you've heard it, but you thought it meant nothing. <laughs> I thought it just meant nothing. It's it's a, it's a great one. For mouthfeel, it's cute. Yeah. It's natural. Yep. 
Bird in the hand worth turning the bush. Yep. Oh, I'll give it a, a seven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Understandability. Oh, I got the definition wrong. So obviously, it's very not understandable. You didn't think about. You didn't think about it too hard though. Didn't I? Nope. Hmm. Uh, understandability. Bird in the hand worth two in the bush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you have is worth more than what's in the bush. Yes. I'll give it a 6.5. Okay. 6.75 total. I win. You won? No, you won. Who won? April Fools. Whoa. Wait, which one was the fools? <laughs> Who Wait, won? The one that fools was the you won because I won. Okay. I had 7.5. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good good going. You're kind of a low scoring week. Yeah. But a good one. Okay. We talked about things. Yeah. Uh, that's all I remember. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it was a good time. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to our little show. And um, I do recommend that you take it with a grain of salt. That's Parker. That's Andrew. Follow us on Instagram at, and uh, at, at, at brother <laughs> underscore says underscore pod. And answer the question. On Spotify. On Spotify. There's a Q&A section. There's a little question there. It's <laughs> Apparently, it's a knowledge check. <laughs> it's, <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's not really opinion. It's just, um, no. did you listen closely to the last yeah. episode? We yeah. want to know if you're listening. Yeah. We'll see. Well, yeah. Uh, frankly, I don't know the answer to it. So I will need to be studying up as well and we'll all be in it together. Hope you all heard me well today and uh, Andrew too. Um, but he, oh, doesn't, he doesn't have much of a problem because we talked about how I need to be speaking better. Oh, I know. All right. Okay. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>